Welcome back to Idgits and Aspets. My name's Rochelle. And I'm Lynn. And today we're talking about Season 3, Episode 9. Okay, wait. <laughs> so, the other day when we were podcasting, I told you that we were talking about Game of Thrones. And um, you mentioned, I think, is it Joffrey? Mm-hmm. And I had said that that actor was, his real name is like, Archie or Alfie Allen, and he was Lily Allen's brother. Do you remember this? I said, no. I said it's okay, it's okay. I said that his sister, who is like a British pop star, mm-hmm. um, was offered a role in Game of Thrones, but she declined because she would have had to make out with her brother for the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. I vaguely yeah, remember yeah, that's saying okay. something about but that. But I got, I got it totally, totally wrong. It's not the actor who plays Joffrey, but the actor who plays... Theon? Is that oh, right? Is yeah, that right? Did I say Theon, it? Okay, yeah. yeah. I just wanted to correct myself That's there. That's so funny. Because, okay, so, spoiler alert in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like, Theon, Theon's character actually does, like, make out with his sister before he, like, realizes oh, no. that it's his sister. I mean, it's That's not, so like, funny. obviously his sister in real life. But, like, you know, they're, like, riding on a horse or whatever and, yeah. like, goofing around, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then later figures out, oh, that's my sister, you know? Does, like, he, oh. does he make out with anybody else on the show? Or is that the only uh, one? Because I wonder if that was it. They weren't really, like, I mean, they were doing other things. Yeah, yeah. There was some making out involved, but it was mostly other stuff. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Uh, was there? You know, I don't think so. Okay. There might have been, and I might be forgetting, but he's... So, <laughs> another spoiler. He gets his junk cut off. <laughs> oh, my God. So, like, there's not a lot of frolicking for Theon because... Not too much hanky-panky after he, uh, that. He, he gets his... Yeah. He he don't got no bits no more. Oh, my God. That's terrifying. Like, none of the bits. Everything. <sighs> like, yeah. How do you live after that? Very carefully, I guess. Yeah. I don't oh, know. Oh, jeez. Okay, yeah, well... No, he didn't have a good time. Yeah. Okay, well, I just wanted to make that correction for anybody who is listening and shaking their head at my ignorance. It's not a show that I watch, so... You, I don't think... I apologize. You definitely wouldn't be able to watch it. Yeah, I don't think Too so Too much either. animal stuff and kid stuff and all that sort of... Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't handle it. Every now and then, I'm like, I could watch this show. This sounds good. And then I see some, like, post on Facebook, and I'm like, oh, my God, I never want to see this ever. <laughs> yeah. Like a rape scene or... Just, oh, I there's just can't all sorts of like within the first episode of like the whole thing you see a brother and a sister going at it some kid get pushed out of the tower because he was like crawling up the tower or whatever and like ends up in the window and sees like the queen who's married to somebody else banging her brother and like Mm -hmm. this whole thing and so the brother like shoves him out a window right but it doesn't kill him he's just paralyzed forever you know and like there's just so many, like, sketchy things that happen within, like, the first season. Like, yeah. pets are killed and all these different things. And it's just like, yeah, you know? Nah, I couldn't Like, do you it. would not be able to do it. You'd have to have, like, the kids' version or, like, skip a bunch of stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, okay. It'd be so, a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, today we're talking about season three, episode nine, called, I'm going to butcher this completely, Malleus Maleficarum. 
I'm going with it. Okay. So a man and a woman named Paul and Janet walk into the bedroom. Janet says, that was just a terrible, terrible party. Paul says, but there was this one really beautiful woman there. Janet says, you should have gone home with her. He says, I did. (laughs) That's pretty smooth. I mean, you know, he's trying real hard. Yeah. (laughs) So they start smooching and he unzips her dress. She says, I need a few minutes. He says, all right, there's a bottle of 89 in the fridge. So she goes into the bathroom. Uh, We cut to a woman lighting a match and chanting in another language. She lights a candle and we see a bunch of bones. She unwraps a piece of cloth and we see a toothbrush inside. So we cut back to Janet in the bathroom. She takes a new toothbrush out of a package and starts brushing her teeth. We cut back to the chanting woman. She cuts her hand with a knife and starts bleeding bleeding onto the toothbrush. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we cut back to Janet. She feels around in her mouth and pulls out one of her teeth. She says, oh, God. Then she pulls another tooth out. Ugh. She yells for Paul, and when he appears, the bathroom door slams shut before he can enter. Janet keeps spitting out teeth into the sink, and then she starts coughing because of all the blood Ugh. in her mouth. I, like, okay, I cannot do the teeth thing. Yeah, the teeth thing is hard to watch. Fingernails, teeth. And eyeballs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't do. I once had a dream that all my teeth fell out. I feel like I had a dream like that at once. It's not, it's a pretty common dream. Way back in the day. Yeah, it's a pretty common dream. I only Mm -hmm. had it once. It was was like this weird, like, slow motion. Like, I'd spit a tooth out, and then, like, the family who was viewing me would be like, oh. And I'd be like, (laughs) and I'd cry a little bit, and then I'd spit another one out. And it would just go over and over. It went on for fucking ever. It was awful. It was an awful dream. Ugh, I vaguely remember my my teeth dream because it weirded me out. I just, I don't remember much other than, like, you know, having my, like, the feeling of, like, my gums hitting my gums. Yeah, yeah. You know? Ugh. And, like, going, I can't eat anything. Oh, you know? my God. I remember being, like, more freaked out about not being able to eat food than the fact that my teeth were gone. Right, right. <laughs> but I don't remember, like, having, like, spitting them out. It was more of, like, a, I just didn't have any teeth. I see. And, like, they, I feel like I remember, like, they had recently fallen out or, gotten pulled or whatever I don't know it was probably honestly around the time so for my fifth birthday I got four teeth pulled oh my god (laughs) all of my bottom teeth my four front bottom teeth like all Mm -hmm. got yanked because I had a tooth that was like growing in kind of behind my other teeth because there was like no room for it to go Mm -hmm. and like I hadn't lost the teeth yet but it was already starting to grow in so they had to pull all four of the bottom so it could just like move up and go where it was supposed to go I see and so my fifth birthday party I was, like, trying to eat pizza and cake and ice cream and everything with, like, no bottom teeth. Yeah. (laughs) And it was... That sounds horrible. I remember being, like, numb for a long time. Ugh. Anyways. (laughs) Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. So, uh, when Paul finally gets into the bathroom, she's unconscious on the floor. So, we cut to Dean, dressed in a suit. Uh, I think that maybe there was an opening title sequence in there. I I missed it somehow with this note-taking. So, okay, (laughs) opening title sequence. We cut to Dean, dressed in a suit, talking to Paul, who says, She was so scared. I couldn't help. I couldn't do anything to stop it. I've talked to the police, and I've talked to the medical examiner, and no one can explain it. Dean says, Well, that's why they put the call into us, Mr. Dutton. Paul says, But the CDC, that's disease control. What do you think? It's some kind of virus? Dean says, we're not ruling anything out yet. Did Janet have any enemies? Anyone that had a reason to hurt her? Paul says, what are you saying? That somebody poisoned her? Dean says, I'm just saying we have to cover every base here. 
So we cut to Sam checking all around the house. In the bathroom, under the sink, he finds a little pouch tied to a pipe. He goes back to Dean and Paul, and Dean says, We'll be out of your way now. So we cut to Sam and Dean walking to the car. Dean says, That dude seemed a little evasive to you. Sam says, I don't know. I was under a sink pulling this out. <laughs> he, hand- <laughs> he hands Dean the pouch and says, Hex bag. Dean says, Ah, oh, gross. Sam says, Yeah, there are bird bones, rabbit's teeth. This, clo- this cloth was probably cut from something Janet Dutton owned. Dean says, so we're thinking which? Sam says, yeah, and not some new age Wiccan water douser either. This is old world black magic, Dean. I mean, warts and all. <laughs> so they get into baby and Dean says, I hate witches. They're always spewing their bodily fluids everywhere. It's creepy. It's downright unsanitary. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I love like, that part. If you're spewing blood and all sorts of other stuff all over the place like that's just not okay yeah yeah <laughs> uh, sam says yeah well someone definitely had it out for janet dutton dean says yeah someone who snuck into that house and planted the bag so what are we thinking we're looking for some craggy old blair bitch in the woods <laughs> sam says no it could be anyone a did neighbor- you say blair witch he or- said blair bitch oh <laughs> i was just like huh i didn't like i didn't register that when i watched yeah, yeah. it <laughs> yep Sam says, no, it could be anyone, a neighbor, a co-worker, man, woman. That's the problem. They're human. They're like everyone else. Dean says, great. How are we going to find them? Sam says, this wasn't random. Someone in Janet's life had an ugly axe to grind. We find the motive. Dean says, we find the murderer. So we cut to a woman gardening in her front yard. Her name is Elizabeth. Her neighbor named Amanda drives up in parks and gets out of her car with some groceries. Elizabeth calls out to her, but Amanda is in a hurry. She says, sorry, I've got like a thousand things on my mind. Elizabeth says, are you okay, sweetie? You didn't come to book club last night. Amanda says, yeah, sorry, I was going to call. I just got busy, you know, but I'm fine. Really, I am. Thanks. And she walks into her house. She opens up her oven and pulls out a chicken dish that is crawling with worms. Like, literally, the whole plate looks like it's moving. It's so There's, like, gross. maggots and Let me just creepy keep this in the oven. And, like, yeah. I mean, at least you're containing it. You I know. know. <laughs> so gross. Ugh. So we cut to nighttime. Paul Dutton is sitting in his car across the street from a bar. He pulls a burger out of a bag and takes a bite. He goes to look at his watch, but it's not on his arm. So we cut to Amanda with her worm dish. <laughs> she pulls a knife. She, well. pull, I know, she pulls out a knife and starts chanting. She puts Paul's watch on the food and says, this dinner was cooked for you, Paul Arthur Dutton. Now you're going to eat it. And she stabs the chicken with her knife. <laughs> you're taking some massive aggression out on that dead bird. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> so we cut back to Paul in his car. The radio goes staticky and then starts playing, I put a spell on you. He puts his burger down, and we see maggots in it. Disgusting. It reminds me of a later episode where there's, like, stuff coming out of the chicken sandwich. Yeah, it reminded me of that, too. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) So he he turns off the radio and takes another bite of maggot burger. He finally notices maggots and yells, but starts choking. So he gets out of the car, and Sam and Dean drive up. Sam finds a hex bag in the car and lights it on fire, so Paul stops choking. We cut to Amanda. Her chicken dish lights on fire, and she (laughs) freaks out. Uh, We cut back to Paul, who says, what in the hell is happening to me? Dean says, someone murdered your wife. Now they're trying to kill you. Paul says, that's impossible. There's no way. Dean says, if we hadn't been following you, you'd be a doornail right now. Now who wants you dead? Come on, think. 
Paul says, there's a woman, an affair, a mistake. She was unbalanced. She was blackmailing me. I put an end to it about a week ago. Sam says, what's her name? Paul says, what could she have to do with that? And we cut back to Amanda. She's flipping through a spell book when there's a sudden wind and her candle blows out. Then she starts getting wounds on her arm like a knife is cutting her. She screams and then falls onto her coffee table. So we cut to Sam and Dean, lockpicking their way into Amanda's home. They find her dead. Dean says, there's a curveball. Dean checks out her arms and says, three per wrist, vertical. She wasn't fooling around. Sam looks at the book on the ground and says, yeah, looks like she was working some heavyweight evil here. Dean turns around and almost runs his head into a dead rabbit hanging upside down from the ceiling. Yucky. (laughs) Yeah. Dean says, freaking witches. Seriously, come on. Sam says, guess we know where she got the rabbit's tooth from. (laughs) Dean says, well, Paul sure knows how to pick him. It's like fatal attraction all over again. Why is the rabbit always or why why is the <laughs> rabbit always get screwed in the deal? Poor little guy. Sam says I mean really though. <laughs> I know. Poor rabbits. <laughs> the fuck. Um, Sam says, You know what I don't get, Dean? If she was so bent on revenge, why do this? Dean says, Well, she got Janet Dutton, thought she finished off Paul, decided to cap herself and make it a spurned lover's hat trick. I mean, this doesn't exactly look like a TV room of a bright and stable person, you know? Sam, who has been looking around the room, says, no, but then there's this. And he pulls out a hex bag from under the table. Dean says, another hex bag? Come on, looks like we got a hit, huh? A little witch-on-witch violence. Dean Dean calls 911 and reports Amanda's body. He hangs up the phone when the operator asks for his name. To Sam, he says, why are witches ganking each other? Sam says, I don't know, but I think maybe we got a coven on our hands. So we cut to two women sitting on a couch. Their names are Tammy and Renee. A man named Ron says, all right, all right, I'm going. I'm not fooled by your little book club, by the way. I know what you ladies get up to when I'm gone. It's all dish and gossip. (laughs) Elizabeth walks into the room, and she and Ron greet each other. Ron says, I mean, when's the last time anyone actually brought a book? (laughs) (laughs) Ron leaves, and Elizabeth Elizabeth says, he doesn't know? You didn't tell him? Renee says, about Amanda? I think that's book club business, don't you? Elizabeth says, the police just took away her body, and we're just going to pretend it didn't happen? He loved Amanda. Tammy says, it's true. Renee says, we know that she was a little unstable, and we have to face it. She probably killed Janet Dutton. Tammy says, people don't just spit out their teeth all of a sudden. (laughs) I mean, really, they don't. (laughs) Elizabeth says, we have to stop. We have to stop book club. This has all gone too far. Renee says, Elizabeth, just take a deep breath. Calm down. Okay, no one in the history of calming down has ever calmed down by being told to calm down. Oh, I know, really. I just got told to calm down the other day when I was on the phone. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like... Really? You're just going to tell me to calm down? Right. Like, yeah. This is not That how, is not like, how no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, Tammy says, we can't stop. Elizabeth says, but people are dying. Renee says, Amanda killed herself. Yes. And yes, she killed Janet. Awful, awful business. Of course, but that's all over now. And think about what the book club has gotten us. Your husband's promotion? That little trip to Hawaii that you won? And what about me? My home pottery business is finally taking off. And you want to just stop? Do you want to stop? She's, like, way too calm about all the dead people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> totally. And she's so excited about her pottery business. I know. Really, really. 
So Elizabeth <laughs> shakes her head and Renee says, okay, now, come on. We don't have much time. Ron gets back from his fantasy football in an hour. So they put down on the table a black cloth. Uh, they drop a book onto it and light some red candles and start chanting. They start saying, Book of Shadows, we kneel before you. Let us serve your master as you serve us. So we cut to daytime. Elizabeth is doing more gardening. Sam and Dean walk up in suits. Sam says, you must have a green thumb. <laughs> Sam says, you must have a green thumb. Elizabeth's like, excuse me? And Sam says, getting those herbs to grow out of season like that? Quite impressive. I'm sorry. I should have introduced myself first. I'm Detective Bachman, and this is Detective Turner. What is that from? Do you know? I don't know. No. <laughs> they show some badges. Sam says, we're following up on Amanda's. <laughs> we're following up on Amanda Burns' death, going around the neighborhood, talking to her neighbors, stuff like that. Elizabeth says, but didn't she? I mean, she killed herself, right? Sam says, maybe. Dean says, we heard you were friends with a deceased, right? Elizabeth says, yeah, I guess so. Dean asks, do you have any idea about her practices? Elizabeth says, I'm sorry, what kind of practices? Sam says, well, see, her house was littered with satanic paraphernalia. Dean says, it was a regular Black Sabbath. Elizabeth says, no, she was an Episcopalian. <laughs> Dean says, well, then we're pretty sure she was using the wrong Bible. Then Tammy and Renee walk up. Renee asks Elizabeth if she's all right, and she says, I'm fine. These are detectives. They say Amanda was, she was practicing. Renee butts in and says, sorry, detectives. You can tell that Elizabeth is a little upset. Dean says, of course, miss. She says, Mrs. Renee Van Allen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Would you like me to spell it for you? Mm-hmm. Okay, why is she being such a fucked up bitch right there? Because she's thinking that she's going to get caught. Ah, I hate it. I hate, hate, hate it. Uh, Dean says, I'll get by, thanks. Renee says, this Amanda business has been hard for Liz, for all of us. Tammy says, yeah, I mean, you think you know a person. Dean says, well, I guess we all have cigarettes, don't we? <laughs> Sam says, well, thanks, we'll be in touch. And the boys walk away. So we cut to Sam and Dean driving at night. Dean says, well, I'm already sold on that Elizabeth chick. Do you see that victory garden of hers? Belladonna, Wolfsbane, Mandrake. Not to mention that little flinch she, uh, this doesn't make sense. That little flinch she had when we mentioned the occult. Sam looked at some newspapers and said, Sam, looking at some newspapers, (laughs) (laughs) says, well, she's definitely had a good run lately. Gone up a few tax brackets, won almost too many raffles. The kind of thing a little black magic always helps with. I don't think she's alone either. It looks like Mrs. Renee Van Allen has won almost every craft contest she's entered in the past three months. Dean says, a regular Martha Stewart, huh? Except for the devil worship. I'm thinking that was the coven we met back there, minus one member. Sam says, Amanda was clearly going off the reservation. You think she... They... It's fine. I can read my notes. Uh, you think they killed her to keep up appearances? Dean says, seems like an appearance kind of crowd, don't you think? If they killed a nut job, should we thank them or what? Sam says, they work in black magic too, Dean. They need to be stopped. Dean says, stopped like stopped? <laughs> they're human, Sam. Sam says, they're murderers. Dean says, burn, witch, burn. <laughs> burn, baby, burn. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Anyways. <laughs> so suddenly baby stops. 
man. I'm having problems. <laughs> just gonna take a qu- take a quick drink of water. <laughs> I'm gonna cake. <laughs> cake, cake, cake. We oh, had cake. The, I only came for the cake, 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 cake. <laughs> I don't know that song. It was played at my wedding. Really? Yeah. For the it. cake cutting. Yeah, I don't remember that part. <laughs> I think during that part, I was chasing Killian around because I didn't really get to see the cake cutting. I didn't really like. I mean, I could kind of hear the song in the distance, but everybody, I mean, with everybody talking and like where the speakers were versus where we were, it just didn't like, mm-hmm. you could hear it, but not super like clearly. Yeah. But. Okay. Yeah. I mean, whatever. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. So suddenly baby stops working and the car shuts off. Someone is in the middle of the road staring at them. It's Ruby. So Sam and Dean get out of the car, and Ruby says, Sam, listen to me. There's no time. You have to get out of town. Dean says, so this is Ruby, huh? <laughs> he pulls out the cult and aims it at her and says, never had the pleasure. So saucy. <laughs> you know, I was hoping you'd show up again. Ruby says, point that thing somewhere else. Dean says, uh, oh, sorry. Dean says, haha, right. Ruby says, Sam, please go. Get in the car and don't look back. Sam says, why? I don't understand. Dean says, hey, hot stuff. We could take care of a few kitchen witches. Thanks. Ruby says, I'm not talking about witches, you jackass. Witches are whores. I'm talking about who they serve. (laughs) Sam says, demons. They get their power from demons. Ruby says, yeah, and there's one here now. Dean says, oh, what? You mean besides you? Ruby says, Sam, it knows you're in town and it's going to come after you. It's way more than you can handle. Dean says, oh, come on. What is this, huh? Please tell me you're not listening to this crap. Ruby says, put a leash on your brother, Sam, if you want to keep him. (laughs) Sam says, Dean, just chill out. Dean says, no, no, she's messing with your head. God knows why. That's who they are. Ruby says, I'm telling the truth. Dean says, I'm telling you to shut up, bitch. (laughs) She really knows how to push his buttons. Oh, yeah. Just knows the right thing to say Mm -hmm. to just piss him off. (laughs) Ruby says, I'm sorry. Why are you even a part of this conversation? Dean says, oh, I don't know. Maybe because he's my brother, you black-eyed skank. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh that I know, hard, it's so funny. It's, <laughs> that's so funny. Um, Ruby says, oh, right, and you care about your brother so much. That's why you're checking out in a few months, leaving him all alone. Dean says, shut up. Oh, blow. Yeah. Ruby says, at least let me try and save him so, since you won't be here to do it anymore. Dean says, I said, shut up. And he tries to shoot Ruby, but Sam lifts Dean's arm up so he shoots into the sky. When they look back for Ruby, she's gone. So we cut to Sam and Dean walking into their motel room. Dean says, what the hell were you thinking? Sam says, what? What the hell was I thinking? Dean says, she's a demon, Sam. Period. All right. They want us dead. We want them dead. Sam says, oh, that's funny. I remember that demon chick in Ohio, Casey. You didn't want her dead. Dean says, yeah, well, she wasn't stringing me along like a fish on a hook. Sam says, no one's stringing me along. Look, I know it's dangerous that she is dangerous but like it or not she's useful dean says no we kill her before she kills us sam says kill her with what the gun she fixed for us (laughs) i mean really that's a fair point (laughs) yeah dean says whatever works sam says dean if she wants us dead all she had to do is stop saving our lives (laughs) well i mean hi another valid point (laughs) yeah look we have to start looking at the big picture dean start thinking in strategies and moves ahead It's not so simple. We're not just hunting anymore. We're at war. Dean splashes some water on his face and then asks, are you feeling okay? 
Sam sighs and says, why are you always asking me that? Dean says, because you're taking advice from a demon, for starters. And by the way, you seem less and less worried about offing people. You know, it used to eat you up inside. Sam says, and what has that gotten me? Dean says, nothing, but it's just what you're supposed to do, okay? We're supposed to drive in the freaking car. This sounded weird. We're supposed to drive in the freaking car and freaking argue about this stuff. You go on about the sanctity of life and all that crap. (laughs) Sam says, so what, you're mad because I'm starting to agree with you? Dean says, no, I'm not mad. I'm worried, Sam. I'm worried because you're not acting like yourself. Because he knows that he, you know, I think he depends on Sam to keep him in check. And he's worried Mm -hmm. that if Sam doesn't keep him in check, that they'll both go, like, crazy killer. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. Um, Sam says, yeah, you're right. I'm not. I don't have a choice. Dean's like, what is that supposed to mean? Sam says, look, Dean, you're leaving, right? I got to stay here in this crap hole of a world alone. So the way I see it, if I'm going to make it, if I'm going to fight this war after you're gone, then I got to change. Dean says, change into what? Sam says, into you. I got to be more like you. During this whole talk, Dean has been holding his side like he's in pain. He finally really starts acting like it hurts. Sam asks, what's going on with you? Dean says, I don't know, Sam. Something's wrong. A bunch of knives inside me. Son of a bitch. The coven, man. It's got to be the coven. Dean starts spitting up blood. Ugh, this is hard. This is hard to watch. I don't like it when the boys hurt. I know. So Sam frantically searches for the hex bag. He says, Dean, I can't find it. Sam pulls out the colt and leaves the motel. So we see him speeding and baby. We cut to Tammy, Elizabeth, and Renee holding hands and chanting. Sam busts into the house with the colt out. The ladies scream a little bit. <laughs> Sam says, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right. Someone busts in with a gun. Sam says, let him go. Renee says, let who go? What are you doing? You're insane. Get out. Sam says, look, if you know about me, then you know about this gun. You're killing my brother. Now let him go. Get away from the altar. So we cut back to Dean, still laying on the floor and coughing up blood. The motel room door bursts open and Ruby walks in. Dean says, you want to kill me? Get in line, bitch. (laughs) She throws him on the bed and holds his mouth open and starts pouring some black liquid down his throat. She says, stop calling me, bitch. Then we cut back to Sam. Elizabeth says, we weren't hurting anyone. Renee says, please, we don't even know your brother. Sam says, stop the spell or die. Five seconds. And he cocks the gun. Sam says, four. Renee says, no, please, don't kill us. Elizabeth says, we're just getting, we were just getting Renee a a lower mortgage rate. We were just getting Renee a lower mortgage rate. We cut back to Dean. Ruby says, next time you point that gun at me, I'm not going to just disappear. Understand? Dean is feeling much better now. He says, you saved my life. She says, don't mention it. Dean says, what was that stuff? God, it was ass. It tasted <laughs> like ass. Ruby says, it's called witchcraft, short bus. <laughs> she walks out of the motel and Dean says, you're the short bus. <laughs> short He's bus. so bad at comebacks. <laughs> like, for all of the just like dirt that he dishes to everybody he's always just like you know they come after him and he's just like well now what do i do you know? like, your mom that was <laughs> your mom goes to college <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. right so we cut back to sam and the witches sam says okay maybe it's not you as he says this he points the gun at elizabeth he then points it at renee and says or you then he aims the then he aims the gun at tammy and says, maybe it's you. Tammy says, I don't even know what he's talking about. What are you even talking about? 
Sam says, I mean, all of you, everyone in your little coven, you've all had runs of good fortune, newsworthy good fortune, except for you, Tammy. Now tell me, why is that? You didn't want anything for yourself? Or is it because you're already getting what you wanted, like these women's souls? Tammy is freaking out, almost crying. She says, I can't. I'm not. I don't. Then she sighs, and her eyes go deep and black. <laughs> like, I, when people go from like, ah, to like, hmm. I mean, like, that's almost kind of creepier than anything else. You it know? is. It's so creepy. <laughs> it's like, the, the switch got flipped. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of when Ava did that in that little, like, frontier mm-hmm. land where she was like crying and then she's like okay you're right yeah well you know sorry <laughs> yeah so uh so her eyes go demon black she says nice dick work magnum <laughs> i love it <laughs> sam says let my brother go tammy says what's wrong couldn't find my hex bag sorry sweetheart but your brother's lungs should be on the floor by now Sam shoots the gun at her, but she raises a hand, and the bullet stops in midair and falls to the floor. Tammy says, you're in a lot of trouble, Sam. Then she mind powers Sam against the wall. Elizabeth says, Tammy, what's wrong with your eyes? Tammy makes her eyes go back to normal. Renee says, Tammy, what are you doing? Tammy says, Renee, shut your painted hole. (laughs) (laughs) Just stop talking. (laughs) Renee says, what? I will. You can't. Not in my house, Tammy Benton. Then Tammy waves her hand, making Renee's head turn all the way around, snapping her neck. Ugh, it was gross. I know. that Renee was kind of a piece of shit, though, so I wasn't really I heartbroken. I mean, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so Sam, still pinned against the wall, says, look, you got me. Let the girl go. Tammy says, wait your turn, young man. Elizabeth has been freaking out this whole time, understandably. Mm-hmm. Tammy says, shh, Lizzie, it's okay. Elizabeth says, you're not Tammy. Tammy says, no, but I'm wearing her meat. Mm-hmm. I had to break the ice with you, girl, somehow. Elizabeth says, you killed Renee. Tammy says, Renee, Amanda, that's what happens to witches who get voted off the island. Elizabeth says, who are you? Tammy chuckles and says, funny story, actually. You remember all those dark, demonic forces you prayed to when you swore your servitude? Just who did you think you were praying to? Elizabeth says, this isn't, it can't be. Tammy says, what did you think it was? Make-believe? Positive thinking? The secret? <laughs> no, it was me. Okay, I just want to say. <laughs> the fucking secret. Have you ever heard of that book? No. Okay, it was super big, like, ten years ago. Ugh. Okay, it's... it's What's it about? It go, It's, the like, basically the power of positive thinking. And that's a whole different book, but it's basically that. It's like... It's like you visualize what you want and it will materialize for you. Oh. And I never read it because it's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> There's literally a chapter in the book about um, looking looking at jewelry that you want and visualizing yourself owning it, and then you will. I'm pretty sure that's not how that works. It's not how it worked. And it just did so well. It was on the bestsellers for like five fucking years. And it's just like massive eye roll. See, I mean, I, as a former bookseller, it yeah. irks my tater. Oh yeah, that you would know? drive me nuts yeah. too. The only, I mean, I guess I get when people are like, "Oh, well, if you know, you think enough positive thoughts, then you'll become like a more positive person, right. and, like that sort of stuff." I have no problem but, like, with that sort of not stuff. Not specifically, like, "Oh, if you think about this piece of jewelry, then you'll have that piece of jewelry." No, no, yeah, no, no, no. it was weird stuff like that. Yeah, just bullshit. 
Okay, positive thinking, I can totally get behind. So don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah, no, like that I get. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, practicing affirmations in a mirror, like we've all done that. (laughs) You know, like I'm I'm not knocking it, but I am knocking this one fucking book because fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's why. (laughs) And all of the bullshit sequels. (laughs) Okay, anyway. Okay. Um, Okay. Tammy says, it was me. You sold yourself to me, you pig. And all I had to do was bring one good book to book club. You ladies lined up to kiss my ass. Elizabeth says, no, no, we didn't know. Tammy said, oh, yes, you did. You knew every step of the way. And now your ever living souls are mine. Comments? Questions? Mm-hmm. Mm, Sammy Winchester. Wow. Right here in our little town. You know, my friends and I, we've been looking for you. Sam's like, Why? Oh, right, because I'm supposed to lead some piss-poor demon army? Tammy says, no, not at all. You're not our messiah. We don't believe in you. (laughs) But there's a new leader rising in the West, a real leader. That's the horse to bet on, Sam, the one who's going to tear this world apart. Thing is, this demon, it doesn't like you very much. It doesn't want the competition. So Tammy raises her hand, and Sam slides up the wall further. Don't go to the ceiling. I know, like, I know, I know. I was like, all I was thinking, don't burn him on the I ceiling. I know, that's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. I was waiting for it. Mm-hmm. So, t- uh, okay, he's acting like it really hurts to slide up the ceiling. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. Tammy says, nothing personal. It's a PR thing. So <clears> bye-bye. <throat> it looks like Tammy is pushing Sam through the wall because it cracks around him. Then the door busts open and it's Dean. Yay! But before he can shoot her, she mind powers him against another wall. Tammy says, two for one. Lovely. Then Ruby walks in with her hands up. Ruby says, wait, please. I just came to talk. Tammy says, you made it out of the gate. Impressive. It was a bitch of a fight, wasn't it? Ruby says, doors out of hell only open for so long. Tammy says, what do you want, Ruby? Ruby says, I've been lost without you. Take me back. That's why I led the Winchesters here. They're for you as a gift. Dean looks super pissed and mouse. I told you so to Sam. I mean, yeah. I would probably too be like, are you kidding me? Yeah. This is your fault. So Ruby says to Tammy, let me serve you again. I've wanted it. I've wanted you for so long. Tammy says, you were one of my best. And they make googly eyes at each other. But then Ruby tries to stab her with a demon killing knife. Tammy grabs a knife and says, but then again, you always were a lying whore. <laughs> Tammy throws the knife away, and they fight. Ruby totally gets her ass handed to her. <laughs> then Tammy grabs a fire poker and says, You're really telling me you threw in your chips with Abbott and Costello here. <laughs> she smacks Ruby in the face with a p- fire poker. While no one is paying attention to her, Elizabeth goes over to the altar and dumps out a bowl of thumbtacks. Plah. <laughs> Tammy says to Ruby, Get up. I said, Get up. She pulls Ruby up by her collar and says, We've been here before, haven't we? She looks at Sam and asks, She didn't tell you? Pretty mortifying, I guess. She was one of mine. I turned her out a long, long time ago. Ruby here was a witch. Of course, that was when you were a human. Oh, didn't want your friends to know that all those centuries back you sold yourself to me? Embarrassing, I guess. But don't worry, love. No secrets where you're headed, remember? Then Tammy starts exercising Ruby. We see... Okay, can a demon exercise another demon? I don't see why not. But wouldn't that exercise themselves also? No, because if they're the ones doing it, right? I don't know. It just seems like hearing those words would exercise. I don't know. I didn't have that thought till just now. I would think that it's like 
if you're doing it, you're immune from it. Yeah. That's what I would think. I mean, because if they're the ones saying the Mm -hmm. words, it's not like they're intending it to be affecting the other person, not themselves. So I think there's got to be probably some thing that they say that's like, okay, you know, not for me, for them. So, you know, like, I don't know. Okay. I have no idea. (laughs) So we see Elizabeth chanting at the altar and Tammy starts coughing up blood and thumbtacks. So Sam and, uh, so gross. <laughs> Sam and Dean are released from the wall and fall to the floor. Tammy squeezes her fist and kills Elizabeth with her mind powers. Then Dean stabs Tammy with Ruby's knife, killing her. He stabs her like ten times before letting her go. Like, really? How many times you gotta stab her? <laughs> yeah, just once, probably. <laughs> so Dean helps Sam get up, and Ruby says, go, I'll clean up this mess. Sam and Dean hesitate, and Ruby's eyes go black. She says, go. So they leave. We cut to outside Sam and Dean's motel room. Dean has just gotten some soda from a vending machine. Then all of the lights start to flicker. It's Ruby looking all pouty. (laughs) (laughs) Dean says, so the devil may care after all. Is that what I'm supposed to believe? Ruby says, I don't believe in the devil. Dean says, wacky night. So let me get this straight. You were a human once. You died, went to hell, and became... Ruby says, yeah. Dean asks, how long ago? Ruby says, back when the plague was big. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Dean says, so all of them, every damn demon, they were all human once? Ruby says, everyone I've ever met. Dean says, well, they sure don't act like it. Ruby says, most of them them have forgotten what it means, or even that they were. That's what happens when you go to hell, Dean. That's what hell is, forgetting what you are. Dean says, philosophy lesson from a demon. I'll pass. Thanks. (laughs) Ruby says, it's not a philosophy. It's not a metaphor. There's a real fire in the pit. Agonies you can't even imagine. Dean says, no, I saw Hellraiser. I get the gist. Well. Ruby Ruby says, actually, they got that pretty close, except for all the custom leather. The answer is yes, by the way. Yes, the same thing will happen to you. It might take centuries, but sooner or later, hell will burn away your humanity. Every hellbound soul, everyone turns into something else. Turns you into us. So, yeah, you can count on it. Dean says, there's no way of saving me from the pit, is there? Ruby says, no. Dean says, why did you tell Sam that you could? Ruby says, so he would talk to me. You Winchesters can be pretty bigoted. And I needed something to help get him past the... Dean says, the demon thing? That's pretty hard to get past. Ruby smiles and says, look at you. Trying to be all stoic. My God, it's heartbreaking. (laughs) Dean says, oh, you're breaking my I heart. Cry me a river. <laughs> I just love Ruby so much. Yeah. Dean says, why are you telling me all this? She says, I need your help with Sam. The way you stuck that demon tonight, it was pretty tough. Sam's almost there, but not quite. You need to help me get him ready for life without you to fight this war on his own. She starts to walk away, and Dean says, Ruby, why do you want us to win? She says, isn't it obvious? I'm not like them. I don't know why. I wish I was, but I'm not. I remember what it's like being human. And credits. Okay. So I have thoughts. Okay. First one is like, how would losing your teeth make you die? Unless I don't you're know. just spitting up that much blood. It like, must, that's what it I must be. I just assumed she was like choking on her blood. But I mean, yeah, that I don't could know. be a thing too. I don't know. I didn't really think about that. But I was just like, okay, she lost her teeth. Now she's dead. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It where's the make sense. Where's the connection here? Um, 
Also, never have an affair with a witch. <laughs> oh my god. Ever. Also, just never have an affair. Yeah. I'm like That's like a fair 101, like not like, with a witch. Not somebody <laughs> who has the potential to kill you. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. Also, so I looked up the Bachman and Turner thing. Okay. Um, it is... Whoa, where's my page? So it's called Bachman Turner Overdrive. It's a Canadian rock group from Winnipeg, Manitoba. Uh Hold on. English. Um, That had a series of hit albums and singles in the 70s, selling over 7 million albums in that decade alone. Okay, cool. Um, And the members for um, Bachman and Turner, Randy Bachman and Fred Turner. Okay. And Robbie Bachman and Tim Bachman. Wow. Looks like there's a lot. There's a lot of them. There's the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. Wow. That's a big rock group. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I'm going to see. Like, there's got to be, if they're that, oh, taking care of business. There you go. Okay. Um. Mississippi Queen. Mm-hmm. Let's see if there's any, like, other ones that, like, yeah, those are, I mean, I'm sure other ones of these you might know, but those are the only ones that, like, look familiar to me. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, and then also, so the last, well, not, okay, not the last thought, but, um, when they're talking about the mandrake plant, like, yeah. every time I hear mandrake, I always think of Harry Potter. Oh, me too. And just the screaming, like, ah! I know. <laughs> that was terrifying. Those it little was... mandrakes freaked me out so bad. Didn't, they didn't freak me out, but they were just kind of like, oh, you know, yeah. just like the screeching. <laughs> uh, just the little, like, baby, baby plant. I yeah. just didn't, it didn't sit right with me. I mean, me. they weren't okay. <laughs> no. But... Mostly what got me about them was just the horrific screeching. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, my last thought is, like, when does a... Since when does demon... Since when do demons clean up after themselves? <laughs> yeah, that was And clean up after other people, too. Not just, like, oh, here, I'm going to clean up after myself. Like, I'm going to clean up after everybody. Okay, great. Like... Yeah, who knows? Maybe what? that could even just mean she set the house on fire. Like, who really knows? I mean, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was weird, too. I was like, I don't really know what she's planning on doing. Like, yeah. are you going to sweep all these dead bodies, like, under the rug? Like, <laughs> what are you going like, to do? Make a little pile and put the rug on top of yeah. it. <laughs> What's under here? Oh! <laughs> you know, like, terrible things. Terrible yeah. things are under there. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing is okay. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Um, so what's your favorite moment from this episode? Oh, I totally had it. Um, I actually, I totally had a favorite moment. Now I don't remember it. (laughs) Um. Do you want me to go? Yeah, you go. Okay. Um, so I have two favorites. Okay. One is when Ruby was like, it's called Witchcraft Short Bus, and then Dean was like, That was my favorite moment! You're the short bus. <laughs> you know, like, I was gonna say that. I remember thinking, This is your favorite moment, Lynn. Don't forget it. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. I like the humor. I think usually my favorite moments are the humor. Yeah. Just like. Mine are sometimes when there's like a lot of emotion, but there wasn't a lot of emotion in this one. I, you know, I that was my favorite moment, but I really liked when, um, 
when Ruby was talking to Tammy and she was like, I want you back. <laughs> and I couldn't tell if they had like a romance thing going on, if it was just like a professional, like you used to work for me and do the best torture. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got I got both of it. It could go either way. I don't it know. It could go either way. When I was Well, they walked like kind of close to each other and yeah. I was like, are they going to make out? Are they going to make out? Are they going to make out? <laughs> nope. Someone's going to stab the other one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think my thought when that was happening was more of, like, she probably, it, it was, like, a groveling to the, yeah, the, to the leader, the you know? master, yeah. So, I don't know, like, hey, take me back, I'm lost without you, because mm-hmm. I have no direction in my life, sort of. Yeah, thing. yeah. That's kind of how I took it, but, I mean, I could totally be wrong. I yeah. Don't know. <laughs> I, I took it both ways. I like it because it certainly could have been that. But oh, yeah, it, was it could also have been like, either way. The way that she was like, I want you back, you know what I mean? I was like, that kind of sounds romantic, yeah. but, yeah. yeah. Could be. Yeah. But yeah, no, my other favorite moment from this one was uh, when Ruby, basically through, like, the end conversation, Ruby's like, I want to help you because I remember being human. Yeah. Like. That was nice. That was a nice touch. Yeah. It's interesting that demons used to be humans. Yeah. That's very interesting. Yeah. And I th- did they, have they said that before at all? No, this is the first time okay. you get that information. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I just kind of liked that she was like, listen, I get it. Like, I may be kind of far removed from that now, but like, I get it. So yeah. I want to help you guys. Um, I also liked, and this isn't my favorite part by any means, but that you get the confirmation that, like, yes, Ruby cannot get Dean out of his deal. Like, he is going to hell. Yeah. You know? And this is, like, Dean has to finally accept that because he's had a little bit of help before, you know? Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. It's like, that's just, like, squash like a bug now. Right. Yeah. Um, So our interesting facts from this episode are so the first one is the spell book that amanda is seen reading contains passages from the lord's prayer in irish gaelic cool which is yeah kind of cool um that's the verse reference that i have tattooed on me oh awesome yeah um sam introduces himself and dean as agents bachman and turner a nod to bachman turner overdrive taking care of business and you ain't seen nothing yet but you know yeah yeah cool um Malleus Maleficarum? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) The name of the episode. (laughs) Yeah. Means hammer of the wicked in Latin. Uh, Commonly, however, incorrectly translated as hammer of the witches. I see. Um, It is a title for a 15th century treaty... Er... Wait. Treaty on witches. It was used to argue the nature and reality of witchcraft and was used in the... Yeah, persecution and execution of women accused of witchcraft across Europe in the 15th and 16th centuries. I see. Uh, the song playing in the car when Paul Dutton begins eating the hex burger is I Put a Spell on You um, in, from 1956 by Screamin' Jay Hawkins. I didn't realize that song was that old. I thought it was like a early 70s song. I don't think I've ever, I mean, I've heard it in the episode, but I don't know if I've ever oh, heard yeah, it. Oh, I don't know any that. words. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it sounded kind of familiar, but I don't know if it was just because, like, I'd seen the episode before. So, it, Maybe, like, yeah. rang a bell somewhere mm-hmm. <laughs> deep in the depths of the brain. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, when reporting Amanda's dead body, Dean says the address is 309 Mayfair Circle. This is probably a reference to Anne Rice's Mayfair Witches. Mm-hmm. 
which I don't, I don't know that one. I've read, <laughs> a, I've read a bit of Anne Rice, not in a very long time. I think I read her like early junior high, um, and I don't really remember them. But they're. Did you ever see the movie Interview with a Vampire? Yes, but it's been a long time. Okay, so that's a great movie for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, the book is very slow. <laughs> All of her books are very slow. Yeah, and they're they've got that like gothic tragicness to them. Yeah, you know that like old school romantic, um, without it ever being truly scary, which is what I wanted from books at that time in my oh, life. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I was just like, "Fuck, come mm, on, can't, really?" Yeah. Like- <laughs> She does have some naughty books, a trilogy <laughs> called The Sleeping Beauty. Uh, I don't know, Sleeping Beauty trilogy or whatever. Um, and they, yeah. they are total, total porn. Mm. Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. There, there was one one of the books. I, I think I read the first two. But it was, just, it was just too hard not to giggle at everything going on. In one book, she literally said the word spanked like four times in a page. Every single page. I get it. You're spanking people. (laughs) Hey, it's just. Anyway, Uh, okay. That's That's fine. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) It's totally fine. Don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Anyway. So Dean tells Sam. Oh, wait. I just want to say real quick (laughs) that Anne Rice is a good author. Her, her books, ever, yeah. Like, read anything. Her books are good and well written. They just weren't what I was looking for at that time in my life. So, yeah. 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 Anyway, sorry. No, that's all good. <laughs> um, Dean tells Sam it's like fatal attraction all over again. And why does the rabbit always get screwed in the deal? He's referring to the nineteen eighty seven Michael Douglas thriller Fatal Attraction about an affair gone wrong. I never saw that. I haven't either. <laughs> I mean, I know the title fatal oh yeah it sounds familiar but i haven't i don't think i've seen any like clips from the movie or anything oh yeah no i've i've heard it referenced a ton of times but i don't know Mm -hmm. anything about it (laughs) yeah um dean asks sam that's a dean asks sam bleh what are we thinking some old craggy blair wit blair bitch in the woods he is referring to the horror film the blair witch project from 1999 also i've heard um of the Blair Witch Project, but I've mm-hmm. never seen it. It's really good, except that it's um, in the f- it's recorded in the found footage style. Do you know what I mean by that? Where someone is holding just holding a camera, oh. and, and so it's it you know goes back and forth. You have to drama me. You have to super drama me <laughs> to watch it. Yeah, for real. It was a good scary movie. Really good. I really want to spoil it for you, but maybe we'll watch it sometime. So I won't. Well, maybe. Yeah. It's, there's a long it's list of things that yeah i honestly don't know if there's a dr- enough drama made in the world to make me not puke <laughs> during watching this because there's a lot of you know camera movement but, yeah but good i mean yeah. <laughs> maybe it was scary i liked it a lot yeah um so the last one is tammy Sel- tells sam nice dick work magnum she was referring to the 1980s detective show magnum pi mm-hmm. which I feel like I vaguely remember, like, my grandpa maybe watching that at some point. Like, I don't know. Pretty much, okay, so growing up, we didn't really have, like, cable. We had, like, through channel 30 or something. Like, we didn't get 30. We had through, like, channel 29. And so, like, 30 and above is all the good channels, right? So we had, but we had, like, Hallmark 
and like Fox and ABC and that sort of stuff. But back then, I mean, they didn't really have like, you know, Supernatural or, right, you know, right. any of these sorts of things. So it was like, okay, there's daytime television, which is all soap operas. Or Little House on the Prairie, or Mash, or which, by the way, I love both those shows. Um, but uh, the, I there was like you know Murder She Wrote and that sort of stuff, which I feel like I've seen clips of Magnum PI maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I mean, because it seems like something that would that was playing on that show or something, you know, some, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But at any rate, that's, that's my story. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So for this week, our, I almost said our agent asked that once. Nope. Our research <laughs> is um, about rabbits because, you know, there wasn't a ton about rabbits, but like, Listen, why are rabbits always getting screwed? Yeah, they're getting <laughs> cut up, like making rabbits feed out of them. Like the poor suckers. <laughs> yeah, and they are, when you think about it, like magicians pull rabbits out of top hats mm-hmm. and stuff. So they're they are constantly associated with magic. Yeah, yeah. So I found a, there, there wasn't any like good sites about like, you know, what the symbolic meaning for, like, magic is. Like, why do people associate rabbits with magic? And that's... I mean, there was some here and there, but mm-hmm. they kind of, like... Everybody just kind of, like, danced around it. Like, oh, I you see. should know this, and I don't, but we're right. going to go with it. Um, so this is off of whatsyoursign.com. Um, it says, you might overlook symbolic rabbit meanings because it seems to be such a small, timid creature. Bad idea. Rabbits offer big lessons about being more aware of our environment and protecting ourselves if we sense a threat. Rabbits are also a symbol of fertility, family, and new life. Um, symbolic rabbit meanings deal primarily with abundance, comfort, and vulnerability. Traditionally, rabbits are associated with fertility, sent Sentiment, desire, and procreation. Because, I mean, <laughs> literally, that's why people say they breed like bunnies. You know? Right, exactly. <laughs> um, what did you tell me? That a female rabbit? Oh, I was looking on a different site. So it says a female rabbit can... So while she's pregnant with one litter of bunnies... Yeah. I don't remember what they're... Kits, maybe? I don't remember. No, that... Maybe, I don't, I don't remember. Anyways, um, that she can actually become pregnant with a second litter at the same time. That just so, seems like, so cruel. I mean, but I guess it's like a constantly, so like, imagine being that rabbit, like you're constantly knocked up. <laughs> that sounds horrible. You don't get a break because there's no, you know, like one batch is cooking in the oven and like, you know... You have that batch while another one is still cooking in the oven, and then those ones are cooking for a little longer, and then you just add another batch in there. Like, are just are rabbits just like pregnant all the time? They must be. They've got to be. I like, hate it. Oh, that sounds so horrible. It <laughs> sounds so terrible, and I don't know how many they can have at once, but that just seems like a lot of yeah. baby bunnies. Yeah, that just seems awful. Like a lot. Yeah. Um. But yeah, anyways, (laughs) rabbit meanings are also closely linked to the seasons, the changes of Mother Earth, and specifically springtime. Um, It says, hold on. Yeah, so this one also says a mother rabbit can have up to 40 or more babies a year. Oh my god. Like, 
that just sounds terrible. Like, how... And, I mean, you know... To be fair, they're probably not, like... They don't have to deal with the babies for as long as we deal oh, with our... Right. You know, but, for like, sure. still. Yeah. <laughs> That's it a lot of baby bunnies. Yeah. They're, like, constantly following you around. Although, so what I've heard is, like... And I think I was talking to you about this at one point. But, like, when you're mowing your yard, you have to be careful. Because, especially if you have, like, a generally, like, green grass mm-hmm. or a green yard... If you find, like, little brown spots, a lot of times, like, if you lift that up, that's, like, little baby bunny nest. Yeah, yeah, I did know that. We always checked before we mow. Yeah. And so, I mean, to be fair, if you have, like, dogs, especially female dogs, like, when they pee, it turns the grass brown. But usually it's, like, smaller patches for the baby bunnies, unless you've got a small dog, in which case, who knows. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, like, which I don't know why the girls would do that to the grass more than the boys would it's probably some sort of like i don't know hormone thing or something i don't know but at any rate yeah so next time you're mowing your lawn if you see a lot of like or even just a couple little like brown patches just make sure you're not mowing bunnies (laughs) yeah yeah i know it's so horrifying I, i make eric check before he mows yeah for sure yeah i would too i don't really ever mow but i would too yeah um, we have so many bunnies in this neighborhood, too. They're, and they're always I saw in our one back- when I was coming in here today. Yeah, they're always in our backyard. I don't know if it's because they don't have it fenced. Possible. It kind of sucks. But I've seen them go under the fence into the neighbor's yard, too. So Yeah, oh, I'm sure they've got all sorts of, like, ways around the neighborhood, like, little shortcuts and all oh, that. Yeah. Like, I'm going to go three houses over in about two feet, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. But... Um, some general symbolic rabbit meanings include love, luck, family, shyness, speed, growth, rebirth, harmony, awareness, abundance, creativity, perception, and esoteric knowledge, which I don't know what that is. I don't know what that means either. Are you going to look it up? I mean, I can. (laughs) Esoteric. Um, it says, um, rabbits prompt us to connect with the mother, I'm guessing Mother Earth, in deeper ways. Rabbits prefer to be on the ground. They are true earth element animals. Um, So symbolic rabbit meanings from around the world. In Buddhist culture, it's said that the Buddha disguised as a hare threw himself in a fire as sacrifice to the god Indra. His reward was to live an eternal life as the moon. Uh, The ancient Mayans thought the moon's change of phase resembled the motion of a jumping rabbit. See, uh, let's see. In Mesopotamian myths, their rabbit was associated with feminine power because of their ability to procreate quickly and easily. Wow, yeah. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> um, they were also aligned with the triple goddess within their pantheon because the rabbit's triangular teeth and commonly having letters of three. So there you go. That's you sounds like wow, three. they usually have like th- about three at a time. Which we, I mean, so if you're getting 40 a year... Mm-hmm. I wonder how long they're pregnant for. Yeah, who knows? It can't be that long, because I don't think rabbits live for that long, like a handful of years. I'm not sure. I know, like, hamsters and that sort of stuff only live for, like, a couple years tops. Yeah. So, I don't know. Hmm. Um, rabbits are historically tied to the celebration of Easter and its implications of sacrifice, redemption, and resurrection. Rabbits represent the freshness of spring and the promise of wonderful things to come. Uh, the rabbit is sacred to Ostera or 
Ostra? I don't know. (laughs) A Germanic fertility maiden goddess. She is the epitome of celebrating new life. She is the expectant one, and her vision only sees potential. Um, In Native American folklore, oh boy, I'm going to butcher this, Manabozo? I don't know. Uh, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Is the great hare a trickster god? He is a shapeshifter and by his tricks helps to spawn creation. Um, The rabbit is a powerful and well-respected animal totem for these cultures. Um, And the rabbit is the fourth animal in the Chinese astrological chart. Um, Those born under the sign of the rabbit are conservative, friendly, and deeply compassionate. Um, They are creative and active and avoid conflict. Hmm. Um, So, I mean, this doesn't really... I mean... It says rabbits are linked to the change of seasons. That um, they deal a lot with being perceptive and sensitive to the environment. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they didn't really give anything that's like why they're used in magic, but it's kind of like, I mean, with all of these different, you know, meanings, it's like, oh, well, if you associate with the rabbit and there's this and this, you know, like I can see because it's like, oh, fertility and oh, you know, all these different reasons that they would, why they would use rabbits so frequently. Yeah. Um, and especially, like, they're supposed to be lucky, like, with the feet. And right, everything. right. So, I mean, it makes sense. It's <laughs> cool. Sort of. I, I, that was the best I could find. There wasn't really any, like, here's why people use rabbits in magic tricks or mm-hmm. anything, like, other than, oh, you know, here's why they use, like, they pull a rabbit out of the hat or whatever, but, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So. What is your idget or ass butt moment from this week? Oh, man. So I had to take Killian to the urgent care the other night. He was having ear pain and vertigo. So I picked him up from preschool on the way home. He's like, Mom, I don't feel good. And I keep getting these. or It keeps looking like the world is moving back and forth. And mm-hmm. so I was like, what are you talking about? So I asked <laughs> a lot of questions, and it sounded a lot like vertigo. Mm-hmm. So I called the doctor. And it was like 4.30 in the, in the evening at this point. So mm-hmm. they were like, well, you know, if he's having vertigo, I need the nurse to call you and talk to you about this. So mm-hmm. the nurse calls me at like 5. And she's like, we want you to go to, to urgent care right now yeah. instead of waiting to come to see the doctor tomorrow. So I took him to urgent care. Mm-hmm. And I was in such a rush that I, I filled up one of his water bottles. And I thought I screwed the cap on normal. Um, I stuck the water bottle in my purse, and then we get to the urgent care, we rush out, we go into the clinic, there's no one in front of us in line, which is super amazing, it mm-hmm. never happens, yeah. <laughs> and I realize I'm standing in a puddle of water, well, half of his water bottle had dumped out in my purse, and it was oh. leaking from the bottom of my purse, all oh. over their floor oh, and man. counter, everything in my purse was soaked, not everything, oh, yeah. but most of it. Most of it. Yeah. So I even soaked through. I keep with me a little notebook with the title, Idget and Aspet Moments. <laughs> so when an Idget or Aspet moment happens to me, I write it down so I don't forget. Yeah. Right. It was totally soaked. I had to throw it away. Oh. So everything was all the money in my wallet and uh, it was awful. <laughs> so it wasn't it wasn't the worst thing that could happen. And they were super nice at the, at the mm. urgent care about it. Yeah. But I just felt like a dumbass. <laughs> Everywhere I went, there was a little trail of water it's with like, me. It's like, I swear I didn't pee. You yeah, know, like, it's, it's like, fine. It's like, fuck. <laughs> uh, anyway, what was your idiot or aspect moment? So, 
I don't know if mine's necessarily an idget moment or an ass butt moment. Probably more of an idget moment. But so, <laughs> was it last week? Was Mother's Day or was it the week before? I, I don't think it know. might have been last week. No, I think it's was the week it last before. Week? week before, I don't know. Anyways, so <laughs> um, I went over to my parents' house and we were gonna go and drive up to Seattle to pick up my brother and then go um, all out for like a brunch type thing with my mom. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so, folks, Lynn makes some pretty strong coffee. <laughs> I make really good strong coffee. I like my coffee strong. I mean, listen, I feel like I'm gonna die sometimes when I drink <laughs> your coffee. I'm Not sorry. that it's bad. Like I I know that if I drink your coffee, it's gonna wake me up. Yeah. But also, like, if I drink it and then I go and I have to like sit in the car for a while, things could get ugly. <laughs> so I I'm sitting there and we're driving up to Seattle and we get like twenty minutes away from where my brother lives. And we're in, like, Rainier Beach, right? So it's mm-hmm. not, like, a good area of no, Seattle no. at all. And I'm like, okay, we have to stop. I can't make it to Brady's house. Right. You know, like, I'm going to die. You know? Yeah. And so... We're talking about poop, by the way. Yes, yes. yes. So <laughs> coffee makes me poop. Yes. Sometimes a lot, depending on how strong it is. Lynn's usually makes me poop quite a bit. And so... We get to this park in Rainier Beach, which is, like, there's not really anybody there. There's one car that's there, right? And they're just, like, have their speakers going. The windows rolled down. They're just, like, sitting in this car. And then you pull up and you realize, oh, they're smoking weed because it is a strong smell. Right. And, of course, my dad, he pulls in. So, like, there's this whole parking lot. And this one car mm-hmm. that's super sketchy in this parking lot, and he pulls in right next to him. <laughs> that is so weird. I mean, to be fair, it was like right next to the bathroom, right? Because I was okay. like, well, that makes sense. Pull over. But also, like, there were spots that were just as close, a couple of spots down. Like, right. Just... You didn't have to park right next to him. I know. And, like, not only that, but it was like my side of the car where I had to get out was like, right next to the driver's side. So he, they're just, like, sitting there staring at me. As I'm, like, high, at, like, just, you know, stoned out of their gourds. Okay, yeah. And they're just, like, <laughs> and I'm just, oh like, god. oh, my God. And so I, like, get out and I, like, speed walk over to the bathroom, right? <laughs> and then, you know, do my business. And then I, like, speed walk back to the car. And But then there's, like, more people over by the car just, like, hanging out, right, oh, outside the so car weird. and everything. So I, like, get in on the other side of the car and I'm, like, Go, go, you know, like, ah, you know, like, uh, there's so many moments, like, for me, I was an idiot because I drank coffee before I got in the car, Mm -hmm. and also my dad was an idiot for (laughs) pulling in right next to stoner guys. Right. (laughs) And, like, super sketchy stoner guys, too. It wasn't like they were just kind of like, oh, hey, ha, 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 like, calm, relaxed. They were like... Sitting there in their car, kind of like slumped down, just like, hit, 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 hit. And it's like, like it. you know. I do not like it. So, like, my dad was an idiot for pulling in right next to them. So, I had to, like, get out of the car right, literally right next to them. And I was just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and, oh, I was like, drive, drive. That bathroom is not safe. Also, <laughs> those people are not safe. And I need out of here. You know, <laughs> I, I hate everything that's happening. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that's just so weird about your dad parking next to them. I mean, like, he sometimes is kind of oblivious. Like, he's one of those people that as we're walking around, like, we be walking, like, downtown Seattle, and he'll just, like, walk. 
Mm-hmm. And we'll be like, hey, you know, you want to wait for us? Like, we're way the heck back here. What the heck is yeah. going on? Like, where are you going? And he's just like, la da 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 And, like, his normal, I mean, he's 6'4", right? So his normal mm-hmm. walk is, like. Pretty fast. Yeah. Pretty fast. And, like, I'm a pretty fast walker. Mm-hmm. My mom is the slowest walker <laughs> on the planet. Like, literally, there's been times where we'll be in, like, an airport or something. And we're like, we need to get from point A to point B in, like, 10 minutes, right? And she's, like, walking her fastest, but still, like, you know, it's just, like, a half a mile, I swear. Oh, wait, oh, I just geez. spit everywhere. That's okay. <laughs> like, away from the rest of us. And she's, like, pulling her luggage. And she's, like, going. As, and she, like, seems like she should be moving faster. But she's just, like, the slowest walker. And it's so painful. <laughs> and, like, all the rest, like, my brother, my dad and I, I remember there was one time where we had, like, a layover that wasn't very long. And... We're all speed walking and we're like, we could have been there 10 minutes ago. Let's go. And she's just like, I'm going, I'm going. And it's like, no, you're not. (laughs) Move your feet. Well, she's so short compared to you guys. I mean, she's only two inches shorter than me. Oh, really? I thought she was shorter than that. No, I'm 5'10". She's like 5'8". Okay, never well, mind. Well, she used to be 5'8". She might be more like 5'7 now. My dad used to be 6'4". He might be more like 6'3 now. I don't know. But, like, they've shrunk a little. Yeah, yeah. But not enough to, like... I mean, their legs haven't shrunk. Right, right. <laughs> you know? It's just like, move your feet! She's incapable. That's so weird. Like, everywhere I have ever gone with this woman, it is always the same thing. We are always waiting for her because she's just, like, the slowest one. Oh, man. I just don't understand. Like, I'm really short, but I can walk fast. But I've you had, can walk I've fast. I've had to walk fast because my legs are so much shorter than everybody's. And that's the thing. Like, you would think that because she's fairly tall, she would be able to, like, cover more distance. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> she must just be taking really short steps. How are your legs moving that fast and you're not going anywhere? Yeah. <laughs> but, anyways. <laughs> that was my idiot moment was, you know doing terrible things to a bathroom in Rainier Beach (laughs) and also like you know drinking the coffee to begin with I knew I shouldn't have because I was like I'm tired I'm gonna do it even though I'm gonna get in the car I'll probably be okay oh what were you telling me your mom said about oh yeah so like in all of this this is after we had because my mom and I are just like get out of here you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) she's like okay listen if you know if you go over to Lynn's house that's fine you are not allowed to drink her coffee anymore if you're coming over to our house because you spend too much time in the bathroom. <laughs> That's like, so funny. <laughs> She's like, no, tell Lynn that I told her that you are not allowed to drink her coffee anymore. And I was like, um, okay. Uh, you know, like, does your mom, like, hate me about it? No, she's okay. just, it's more of like... She she thinks it's more my fault because I'm the one drinking the coffee. Like right. she's just like you make super strong coffee and I just like can't not drink it if I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> she's like control yourself. Stop drinking the coffee. You know? That's so I funny. Can't. I love it. But yeah, so I I'm officially banned from drinking coffee if I'm going from over drinking to my, my coffee from drinking your coffee because <laughs> apparently so like even. <laughs> Because you make strong coffee. Yeah, Which I is, do. I mean, it's fine. If that's what you need, that's what you need. Here's Apparently the thing, my if body I make, can't handle it. If I make really strong coffee, I don't have to drink as much of it. Yeah. And then I don't have to pee as much. 
here's my thing is that whenever I've noticed though whenever I drink coffee over here it's usually when I'm leaving to go to my parents house so I can't like take my because normally when I drink coffee I'll have like if I go and get a coffee it'll Mm -hmm. last me all day oh yeah same here and I drink this stuff in like a half an hour right right (laughs) and so and not like I'm chugging it or anything but it gets drank significantly quicker and it's stronger so it just like all hits my system at once and my body's like you know my heart's racing and I'm just like <laughs> yeah <laughs> and I'm like I need to go to the bathroom right now you know <laughs> I'm just like oh my gosh I just I can't <laughs> I can't do it anymore oh. if I'm drinking coffee over at your house like in the mornings if I'm gonna go anywhere I can't <laughs> okay or I need to drink like super watered down and like half of a cup like even more watered down than what you normally water it down to. I'm talking okay. like... I, I can do that. Oh, it was... So, Raquel's boyfriend calls coffee bean juice. Uh-huh. He's like, he's like, bean juice makes me go fast. It's like, <laughs> okay. That's it's cute. Like, uh, like, coffee makes you do stupid things quick, more quickly or something. I don't remember. There, I saw a meme a while ago. It was like, yeah... Makes you do stupid stuff faster or something. You know? uh-huh. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> uh, but anyways. Okay, well, how was the cup of coffee I just made you? I mean... Was it too strong? No, I feel... Well, and it was only like a half a cup. <laughs> yeah. If that. And I feel like I'm definitely kind of like <laughs> a little bit, but like my stomach's not all funky from it. Okay. Yet. Right, right. <laughs> So, I don't know. I feel like I'm, you know, doing fast things. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, wee! <laughs> but not, like, in a way where I feel like I'm going to die yet. Okay. I don't know. Maybe. Okay, you'll have to let me know so I know if I need to make it less strong for you in the future. Like, if I'm going someplace with that, because I've been, I mean, I've been drinking this for, like, a couple hours now. Right. So, like, if I was to even drink that amount... In, like, the short amount of time that I normally do, it would probably be a mistake. Okay. <laughs> but, I don't know. I mean, it's fine. Okay. Well, <laughs> thank you so much for listening to our podcast. You can email us at idgitsandassbuttspodcast at gmail.com. The word and is spelled out. Or visit our Facebook page, Idgits and Aspets, a supernatural podcast. Thanks again. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.